Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you live. We trust the Father is blessing you so much in a mighty way. I'm talking to Sipati Tabuti. She's on the line. Hey, Sipati. Hello, Pastor. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you're well. I'm good, thank you. Tonight we are talking about sitting together with your spouse. Just mm-hmm. chilling, you know. Mm-hmm. Just talking. I've come to realize there are very few people who do this. Who sit with their mm-hmm. spouse and just chill. Others mm-hmm. would quickly go into a mode of boredom. And they are quickly on the phone or on their laptop. While sitting with their spouse, their spouse then goes to a channel that uh, advertises houses or a cooking channel or the TLC channel. Then they are no longer sitting together. The other one is busy on something else and the other is busy on the other thing. They are no longer sitting together. And when they sit together, they are able to talk. The advantage of that is communication takes place. The essence of sitting together is communication. And many do not see that in many instances than one. And I can put it to you that in some instances, others... As I said, they go into what we call a boredom mode. They'd say, uh, I am bored, you know. And that is where they get it wrong. That is where the problem is. Sitting together and just talking means you communicate, you connect It also means that you fellowship. It also means that you commune. You you are joining together. It also means that you are able to feed into each other. Not only from each other, but into each other. Mm. It also means that you are building what we call, and the thing that you are given is called compatibility. It also implies that that principle of suitability comes to the fore. I don't know if you've heard many people when they get married says, I want to grow old with you that we sit on a porch. It'd be together, we together, old, and and Mm -hmm. sitting on rocking rocking chairs and uh, enjoying ourselves, you know, the company of each other. Many people don't see it that way. Yet sitting together implies that you continuously enrich the essence of belonging to one another. You no longer tolerate your spouse. You love what they are about. Even the things that you don't like, you start to love them even though that they have those things. It's amazing we don't see that. What comes to mind? 
Yeah. Um, interesting topic, I must say, sister. You know, and I can't help think about um, how most of us go into marriage with you'll find that the other was only attracted by looks um, or was only attracted by certain things that led them to marrying the person. And mm. oftentimes, we neglect the fact that we're going to have to spend the rest of our lives with this person. That means there will come a time in our lives where the only thing that we can do is basically just sit with one another and have conversation. And if we fail to do that from the onset, then chances are we will struggle as time goes on to get to the point where we say we will go old together um, and just sit on the pot and enjoy each other's company through conversation, you know? So it's very important for us to to start, you know, um, building those quality times mm. um, as early as possible in our relationship or in our marriage. Because it is in, you know, spending time together that we are able to build a great friendship with one another mm. in our marriage. Mm. It is in spending time together that we are able to discover our shared interests. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it is very important um, to realize that spending time together allows for us to build a strong marriage, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, when we think about communication, we think that, oh, that is said for when we need to talk about deep things, you know, when we have to discuss kids, when we have to discuss things that are very deep. But what we're not realizing is that if we don't get into the habit of just communicating, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it makes it difficult for us to get to a point where we need to discuss the deep and, and difficult things, you know? But if we get into, you know, the habit of just enjoying one another and thinking about, you know, just recapping on what has happened during the day or the week, just talking about things, you know, um, helps in strengthening the foundation and in strengthening the friendship that you have with your spouse. And I think that what we find in happening in most cases is that um, instead of spending time with my spouse, I would rather go um, and be with my friends, or I would rather be volunteering at church and doing some chores there, just as long as I'm not in his presence, because I get mm. bored, because, you know, we're not used to spending that time together. And, you know, sometimes even just sitting together, not even saying a word to one another, is a great time of spending time together mm-hmm. with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You see, one of the things that I've come to realize is uh, that many people are not taught about spending time together. Uh, mm-hmm. They are told that you're going to, ha- you have to expand the same name of your father's house, make babies, and all those things. Uh, they, they are told that they, they are not told that. Look, you are actually going to have to grow into acknowledging that your spouse is part of your body, is part of your body. Uh, everywhere you go, he or she is there. Whatever you're about, whatever you achieve and whatever you lose, you know, uh, and spending time together nourishes so many things. 
And mm-hmm. even though, you know, uh, one will look at that later on in the show, but it nourishes so many things. You learn from each other. You learn about each other. There's so many things that you discover about a person because you're spending time with them. Sitting together. Yeah? Sometimes mm-hmm. sitting together means it enables you to pray, to speak mm-hmm. into each other's lives. Many people don't see that. That's where the problem is, Zipati, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we need to look into moments when we say sitting together, what is it even all about? We look into moments when we come back. And uh, also we will look into what makes many, many, many spouses to negate the factor of sitting together. What is it? that they don't like about each other. But you find them sitting with someone else somewhere in the secret. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi on this Wednesday. And uh, we are looking into that very aspect uh, of uh, sitting together with your spouse and just talking, you know. Uh, mm. That is the thing, you know. Now, <laughs> see, but the moments include something that we spoke about just off air now. Uh, mm. That sitting together also implies, and I spoke about compatibility. Mm. But sitting together uh, also talks about what we call spousal solidarity. Mm-hmm. Sitting together also implies physical support. Mm. It's a moment of also learning about each other. Developments with regards to who is this person I'm married to? Because each and every time they develop. There's Mm. more to a person than just what is static, you know. Mm. And you are able to hear each other out when you're sitting together. Sitting together is not just a physical taking rocking chairs and just sitting. But it's also a moment of hearing each other out. It's a moment of appreciating each other also. It is also a moment um, uh, of weighing values that you commonly agree with. And how to come about into an understanding with regards to those things you you don't agree on. But it also enables the 
the process of being able to see the dream that the two of you have about life, about where you're going, when kids grow and they leave the house, what then? You know, it also brings what we call trust. It nourishes trust. The more you sit together, you talk together, it nourishes trust. But also interdependence. We see the moment of interdependence, emotional interdependence. interdependence. We see also a moment of mutual nourishment from each other. I said earlier on, uh, uh, feeding into each other. But you also see nourishment. You know, you're able to nourish yourself from your spouse and your spouse is able to do the same. It's not just sitting and being quiet and thinking about your own thing, being on your phone and the other one is on their laptop. No. But those are switched off. What is switched on is the two of them towards their compatibility. And they're able to evaluate themselves as to how they feature quite well and how they would be able to feature into each other's lives. Henceforth. Sipati? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, Pastor Ray, we invest our time in things that matter to us. And investing our time in our staff is also an indication of the fact that they matter to us. Um, you know, ways that I could, or things that people could be talking about while sitting together could also include you know, how we view or our different opinions on different things, you know. Um, you've got people who have been married for years today who probably don't even know what um, the other's uh, favorite soccer team is, for example, because mm-hmm. those are conversations that he has and not necessarily with the wife because they feel that, you know, the wife probably has no interest in these things. But that is, that is, you know, part of getting to know one another, talking about these silly things, you know, be it uh, the different goals that we have, be it our career aspirations, how we want to, to grow and develop ourselves, because as people we change, we grow and we change. And what has led to many divorces is the fact that in, in our growth or in changing, um, we have left behind the most important person who is supposed to be part of the process that we go through as we grow or as we change mm. into who we are meant to be, you know? So let us be careful to not, you know, um, find ourselves not including ourselves in the growing or the growth process of the people that we love. Mm. It's a very important thing because um, what leads to people becoming strangers is the fact that they would rather spend time with their friends or their colleagues and speak about these things that they're going through and leave out the one person that they're supposed to share these things with, which is their partner or their spouse. Mm. So let's see the value, you know, in spending time together, the value in um, just sharing the different opinions sharing what we're going through, um, the different um, aspirations we have, the different challenges that we have in, in trying to reach our goals as well, you know? You mm. will find that 
in talking about these things, we could even learn from one another. Um, you'll find that we could even, you know, be in a position where we grow in these things together only if we allow ourselves to do that. And I think what's also important is for us to check if are we the kind of person that allows the person into our space. By that I mean sometimes we make it difficult for our staff to communicate with us or to want to spend time with us because we're not the kind of people who are open or the kind of people who want to or are inviting or allowing them, you know, um, the freedom to, to, to be around us um, and spend that time with us. You know, one of the things that I've come to realize is uh, also that uh, when people are actually sitting together, they are able to share ideas. But above all else, mm-hmm. um, it's a moment of friendship. You know, mm-hmm. you just don't see your spouse as someone or or what what. You don't see them that way only. Mm-hmm. But you see them as a fellow soldier mm-hmm. in a fight for that which is good. You see them mm-hmm. also as a social hero who is involved in your vision and vice versa. They also see you as a social hero who is involved in their vision. Mm-hmm. That's a moment. That's what should be visible and seen. But I also see someone who is taking them to greater heights. If you're a man, they trust you with the captaincy of the ship. If you're a wife, they trust you with the help working together in the captaincy of the ship. They trust you with that. It nourishes. It's a moment of trust. You can never sit next to a person you don't trust unless you're the highest pretender you can't even when you sit next to them and you don't trust them you're very cautious there's no actual true fellowship there but in this case true fellowship is there and we're able to open up to one another and see each other for who and what they really are it drives away the shame, you know. You could see mm-hmm. that, hey, as we are aging, wow, I see some wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And I love them, you know. Mm-hmm. You're growing a bit bigger, and I love it. Or you're growing thinner, mm-hmm. and I love it. You continuously explore the dynamisms of your appreciation for one another. Anyway. When we come back, let's look into the effects. If this is not there. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. 
Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust and believe the Father is doing you well. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. Talking to you, Pati Taburi, and uh, here she is, man. Are you as surprised as I am that uh, most of the things we are talking about are not the things that we heard people giving advice when people are getting married? People are told when they're getting married, uh, you know, um, yeah, they're told those kinds of things. They are actually trained for a problematic marriage, but not a beautiful one. They are told, So, you know, already having a perspective that, yo, I'm married to this thing that can become this. Mm. And you know the word where it says, what, is, what I was afraid of has caught up with me? Mm. That's exactly that. It's not a matter of entering in the faith which goes with love and hope, with love being the greatest. No, 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 no. You enter with problems. And then there won't be this kind of being able to sit together, pour into each other. And when that is not there, let me tell you, there is a highest probability that one of the spouses will find a substitute. It's either the substitute will be their work, their career, their business, or another person. Among those four. And then adultery starts. Cheating starts. Ill consideration starts. Loneliness starts. There are people who are married and lonely. How can I go high? It's laptop, phone. They don't even talk. That's a, a recipe for divorce, for disaster. And some people would develop habits where they even have secret phones. Mm. Hmm? A phone that stays somewhere, go biking, you'd never think that that bike has a phone. It has a phone that connects to the helmet. Mm. And you don't know a thing about it. And not that they are going on having an affair with those people, but you would be shocked. That this guy is able to go and have coffee with someone, but not with their spouse. Because they can sit together. They've been taught, They've been taught all those things. They've never been taught that this is a covenant divine. They've never been taught what the Father is saying to Adam and Eve. 
They've never been taught that they are one flesh, they are one person now. They're not, they're not taught that. They continuously to create walls between themselves to protect themselves from each other. Even though there has not been anything seemingly to warrant a form of an attack. Quite sad we see those things happening. And at times also it goes to an extent where you see that this lack of sitting together nourishes a rejection of each other. They start to develop a sense of rejecting each other. And it develops into what we call non-attractiveness. They just don't see you attractive. Especially when you are at home and you wear those pajamas. <laughs> and then Lily Gusha they go like, whoa, whoa. What did I marry here? <laughs> <laughs> They see you there rocking your shoes and all those kinds of things. And they see you, you know, taking calls and going outside and they go like, oh, what kind of man did I get married to? They can't take calls next to their spouses. Yeah. See, but... Um... I think I must just mention the point that you had mentioned um, of the because oftentimes the reason why, you know, when we get our marital counseling, things such as spending time together are, are overlooked or are never mentioned in these sessions, but we are forever warned about what could happen or the troubles that we will probably come across. And I think the reason this happens is because you know, we often think that these are natural things, so it just flow automatically. But the truth of the matter is that we need to teach young people who are going to marriage the importance of spending time with our staff, communicating, ensuring that there is healthy uh, communication between the two of them at all times. You know, um, when you get advice, from people who have had very bad experience from marriage, the first thing they will tell you, obviously, is, or they will try and mold you into a soldier that is going into war because that's how their marriage has been. They've been in war. Mm. They've had to fight this, they've had to fight that. And that oftentimes women who will tell other women who are going into marriage that, oh, you must fight. And all of that. Um, it's advice that is based, in most cases, from their own bad experiences. And, you know, as you said, once you go into something with a mental state that says there is trouble or there will be trouble, chances are you will come across that trouble. But mm. we need to really reassess, especially with marital counseling, premarital counseling, the, the advice that we give to these people. Are we gearing them up for a prosperous marriage or are we gearing them up for war? What mindset are we putting them on as they go into this institution? Mm. Are we putting them on a mindset that says you can have a fulfilling and a happy marriage that is full of peace as well? 
or are we putting them um, or giving them weapons to go and fight with one another and see who walks out of the trail. So mm. it's very important really to check what it is that we're putting out there because it is what we put out there that even people will go into their marriage with. Mm. And mm. also as young people going into marriage, we also need to be very careful as to who we listen to. If what we're listening to is not in line with the word of God, then it is advisable to not, for you to not take that. Whatever counsel or whatever advice that you get, it ought to be in line with the word of God. Mm. And, you know, the word of God speaks of good and positive things about marriage. And I think that that is where, you know, our foundation ought to be from. I speak now to those who are going into marriage, and I speak also to those who give counseling um, to those who are about to go into marriage. You say, let your foundation be based on what the word of God says. And more than anything, let us try and paint a picture of what exactly God had intended for marriage to be. Let us shy away from painting a picture of what society has created marriage to be. Many young people today are saying, I will never get married, I won't get married because of one, two, three, and they point out all these negative things that are happening around them and what is said about marriage. And that is the wrong way of going about it. You know, if we could put out more positivity when it comes to the institution of marriage, we will see more and more, you know, marriages succeeding. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We would see more and more marriages exceeding. And we should avoid the very aspect of uh, thinking that this is just a boring exercise to sit together. Mm -hmm. It also means that you nurture your compatibility. And if you don't, you lose that compatibility. And once you lose that compatibility, one of you or the two of you are going to seek it elsewhere. That's where trouble starts. Mm -hmm. We must be careful. Mm -hmm. When we come back, the final thought. Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m., your daily companion through thick and thin. Download our mobile app or visit radiopulpit.co.za to listen to your favorite station 24 hours a day. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 67 4297564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion. Your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. Coming to the final part of the matter, it happens much of the times, you know, that people don't see the good that is there in this. Uh... Sitting together, you, you nourish what we call a relationship of knowledge. Um, and with that, I mean you get into a growing level of knowing each other. Should see your knowledge about each other grows. Uh, 
she or he is no longer that 20 something year old that you got married to there are two three four kids that came between the two of you and and your fellowship with regards to each other has grown in such a way that your sitting together makes you to see hey this person is not just the girl i married she is now the mother of my children she's a woman I am married to, or he's a man I'm married to. He's not that hunk, you know. Mm. Um, uh, that that also makes one to be able, as I said, you know, to feed into each other. It's very important, and I don't know why this comes on, you know, over and over again. Maybe it's the only point I need to emphasize. You, a relationship of knowledge means that you garnish as much wisdom about each other as possible. You know, you know that when you sit around each other, there's something to anticipate. But if the foundations are wrong, you were taught that the other is an opponent, the other is weak, the other is what, what. It's going to be a problem. There's always going to be some frictions that develop. But if you know that uh, the other one is is a person that I am growing up with, then I know this is also my companion. Companionship mm-hmm. develops. And when companionship develops, you don't get bored by calls from each other. Mm-hmm. Do you know some people who switch off phones knowing, hey, what your phone now? Let me switch it off. <laughs> You know, it's it's sad when you see that coming about. It's sad mm. uh, when you see people going to that kind of extent. It's sad. But I can tell you without a doubt that in many instances than one, we also see those who go on, you know, in their sitting together, chatting to each other, they go on into becoming a formidable team of servants into their marriage. And they are able to raise their kids jointly. It's one of the most amazing things there, you know. And they are able to look at each other from the perspective of their innate being. The concept of family rises above all else. It's very important to take note Mm. of that. The concept of family rises above all else. You know? And, And when that happens, the two start to let off their guards. You know, warnings about each other, all those things, they start to let them off. And they start to relate to one another in the truest of senses. Sipat, what comes to mind? Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes uh, people get shocked or they question um, couples who work together, do everything together. Mm. And you hear questions such as, don't you get bored of this person? You stay with them, you work with them, you go to church with them, you do everything together. Mm. But what I tell you about such people is that they have mastered um, being friends with one another. Mm. And once you master that in your marriage, there is no amount of time that you will spend together where you will feel bored with one another. You know, 
And I think what's important when you go into marriage, you need to go into it with the intention mm. of making it work. You have to be purposeful about it. We need to put in whatever work that needs to be put in. And but when I say that, I don't want people to think that I'm going to have to fight for my marriage. I'm going to have to no, no, no. Even the good things that could result in great marriages need work. You need to be intentional about it. Mm, you need mm. to be intentional about spending time with your partner. You need to be intentional about being interested in the things that, you know, um, makes them happy. You need to be intentional about seeing them smile, you mm. know. And when that happens, you'll be surprised at how it is reciprocated. It just flows naturally, you know, because they see it happening um, naturally as well. So we need to really let go of the fact that, you know, there's many troubles in life and really focus on the good things that could actually lead to elimination of those troubles that could come about. Now, it also comes across that uh, at times many people do not see this. But you are in your unique family. And you are able to explore the dynamics of your uniqueness as a family. Not just as a married so-called couple or as spouses. But you are actually nourishing the uniqueness of your own family. You start to see how you differ from your predecessors. And you start to see how you can nurture the new niche into the dynamics of family. And you are able to see the potential of growth in terms of your family together. And you would start now to be able, which is something we will touch next week, you will start now to be able to find it easy to prioritize each other. Because much of the times, sitting together makes you to know them more, but to love them more. And this enables you to prioritize them. Mm. What say you? We have a minute. I totally agree with that. But, you know, I think this requires um, a leader or the head of the family that is, um, you know, obedient. To, to God himself. Um, it takes wisdom for one to get to that point. It takes a, a, a kind of leader that is under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Um, we often think, you know, that such things can just happen um, naturally. But I think that, you know, we ought to be a God-fearing husband, a God-fearing wife in order for you to be able to reach that level where you know um, you understand that you are a unique person, you are a unique family, and what worked for others might not necessarily work for you. Mm. And this requires the guidance of the Holy Spirit, really. It requires the wisdom from above for one to be able to embark on such a way. Absolutely. It requires that we... Go back to the scrolls. We go back to the scripture and see what family is 
and uh, sitting together also implies that you pray together. You know, you are able to connect to the Father together. And in that, you are able to bring about the best out of each other. Sipati, thank you so much. I appreciate. Thank you so much, Mr. How do people get hold of you? Uh, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Kabidi. I'm also on email. My email address is Sipati at MishakSibidiFoundation.org. Thank you, Sipati. We talk again the next week. And, uh, of course, may the blessings be upon you. Shalom. Faith, hope, and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.